You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. You are listening to Hippily Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 12 of Hillbilly Shorts. I'm Jerry, and of course, I am joined by Tracy, who's back. Hey guys. Guess who's back? Back again. All right. Oh. <laughs> Before we destroy everybody's ears. Yeah. Sorry I was out, y'all. I was not, I was feeling a little putrid. <laughs> putrid. But thank you, James, for filling in. I appreciate that. All right. This little story we're going to dive into tonight is in uh, Davenport, Iowa. And it's the Old Davenport Lodge Number 37. It's a Masonic Lodge. Mm. Now, this lodge is a big, plain-looking building. I mean, it's just nothing fancy about it, but it's still pretty impressive. It's got uh, kind of a, a Greek touch to it. It's four stories. It's gray cement. So, you know, like I said, it's kind of huge. It's a block building, you know, made out of just That's concrete block. pretty big, though, four stories. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It was constructed in 1922, and uh, the Masons in Davenport realized that they needed a new building, so they had this one built. The new Mason Temple opened its doors on November 19, 1923, and it was dedicated as the Davenport Lodge Number 37. I don't know if there were 36 other Davenport Lodges. I was going to say, what, what I don't know called. what that number represents. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't know if it was what it's based on, but mm-hmm. that's what it was. So the lodge had 400 Master Mason members. Many of them were uh, police officers. Oh, very good. In 1996, it was sold to Palmer College, so it's no longer used as a Masonic lodge. The building was sold because of the high cost of upkeep and uh, some of the other circumstances that came on. You can imagine that as a Masonic lodge, I don't think there's a ton of, uh, especially a four-story Masonic lodge, the the utility bills and all that had to be super expensive. And I can't think that there would be that much money coming in Mm -hmm. to pay those. So I guess it was easier for them to sell. And they probably moved to a a smaller building, I'm going to guess. The thing about places like Masonic Lodges and other traditional organizations for men, such as military to police, gangsters, masons, elks, uh, and, and groups like that, is they experience this male bonding that's so intense that when the time comes and they pass, a lot of times they still kind of venture around those same spots because they're used to that bond. You know, the, the yeah. it, it creates loyalty and commitment that, not only last a lifetime, but can outlast a lifetime span. Wow. So that's why a lot of these places tend to be mm-hmm. haunted. Some people just can't leave the world because of their loyalty, sense of duty, and their bonding with the others, which they were dependent on for their satisfaction. And uh, it would be hard to replace. So therefore, this they just come back. From a paranormal standpoint, most of what uh, has gone on here as far as activity has been reported by the college security staff. One of the guards said that many types of hauntings and phenomenons are, at all hours of the day happen here. Oh, during the day, I was going to say, why do they have to have security there at night? Well, I'm sure they do have security at night, too, because most places do when it's like a school or something like that. Oh. There's important records and stuff like that. Kept well, in there. I guess that makes sense. But they said all hours of the day, mm-hmm. so that means day and night. But they've experienced objects moving on their own. Items would often be missing from one place, and then a few minutes later it reappears in a different random spot. 
with nobody being there that could have touched it. <laughs> Pranksters. This is also the case with the furniture. It's not unusual for the furniture to rearrange itself. Many of the security staff have experienced sounds of footsteps, cold spots, were also a normal occurrence here at the uh, location. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I imagine at night, it's probably, I wonder how loud it really is. Oh, I like could the footsteps I could imagine a big four-story block building that's probably all kinds kind of echo factors yeah. in there. So occasionally, these weird moving lights could be seen within the building. Several people have noticed the smell of cigar smoke, even though this is a uh, non-smoking facility. A rebel. <laughs> <laughs> cool breezes are often felt, and um, they're not coming from an air conditioner or any type of a natural wind source. It'll be like in an enclosed room with no windows or anything, and just you'll get a, a cold breeze just whisk by you. Hmm. Well, that was probably refreshing. And sometimes, unless it's probably the middle of winter. Well, that's true. It's Davenport, Iowa. I'd imagine it's cold more times than it's hot. <laughs> the Sometimes you can hear sounds of voices having a conversation, but you can't quite make out what the conversation is. It's almost like, it's like whispers. muffled or something. And that's the same type of stuff. Like I was told to tell the story about when I was growing up, we could hear stuff like voices through the vents. And that was the same type of thing. You could hear two or three different voices you could tell some were female some were male oh my gosh and you could hear whispering but you never could really make out what was being said so mm -hmm. when i read that that's the first thing i thought about mm -hmm. makes me think about b looking at her vent remember who crystal's daughter oh yeah, yeah, yeah she used to always look up at the vent and crystal would be like why are you looking at the vent b and she's like because they're up there making noise and she's like oh my god and it, that went on for a while and she says she hasn't said anything about it here recently but I'm like, man, you got something in your house or something. Because she, she was like, I mean, she's literally like, what, three, four maybe? Yeah. So, you know, she, I'm pretty sure she didn't just make that up. Maybe so. she's like a dog and has like high-pitched hearing where she can hear stuff that nobody else can hear. I don't know. It's pretty cool, though. They also say here that you can hear name, your names being called out. Like somebody would call out your name while you're on, on the staff just not doing anything but your job. And oh, man. Nobody else there. You would just hear your name being called mm -hmm. out. Some of the guards have been touched by an unseen presence. They've had uh, many guards talk about the overwhelming feeling of being watched. That, to me, that's the creepiest thing. I don't know if I'd almost rather be touched or that creepy feeling knowing that you feel like you're being watched. To me, that just creeps me out bad. And the last thing we've got real quick, and we're going to touch back on that situation, is uh, there has been a few people report seeing some apparitions there. Mm -hmm. So not a ton of it. But you know... I think it's amazing because you see this a lot in these stories or you hear this a lot with the feeling of being watched. And isn't it amazing that you can tell mm -hmm. that somebody's looking yes. at you? How weird is that? I don't know. It creeps me the F out because seriously, I can't tell you how many times I've turned my head to look because you just know. You just know. And I don't I don't like that at all. So we obviously do have some type of an uh you know, a sixth sense or something mm -hmm. to be able to tell if somebody's staring at us. Cause I mean, how, how else could you know mm -hmm. randomly? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So, and I think that may be the number one proof that, um, paranormal experiences or paranormal entities exist mm -hmm. because that is something that almost everybody can relate to the feeling of being watched. Yeah. So much so that there's a saying of the feeling of being watched. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're feeling that and there's nobody around, there's got to be something to that. There's some kind of energy mm -hmm. in the in the area to make you feel like yeah. that. Yeah, so. true, true. 
guys, thank you so much. This is um, going to be a unique night, a first for us, because you guys, as far as um, Patreon listeners, will get a mini episode, this one. You're going to get a regular Patreon episode shortly. And then the regular episode for the uh, the free show comes out tonight. It'll be the first time there's ever been a Patreon show and a regular show come out the same day, mm-hmm. let alone a hibbly short a regular episode <laughs> and a Patreon episode. So you guys will be loaded down for a couple of days. Good. So, all right, guys, we will uh, see you shortly. Love you guys. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.